is Amalia Eon Karras. This is Satya, and you're listening to, to Love, Love, Sex, and, and the, the Hidden, Hidden Agenda. Agenda. Our podcast was created with the sole intention to release toxic shame, illuminate our shadow nature, and expose the mysterious entities that feed off our most precious life force, our sexual energy. To learn more about our life-enhancing courses and transformational retreats, visit knowtheself.com. Let's dive in. Amalia! <laughs> Satya! Satya, Amalia! We are here. We are here. We're doing this. Ooh. It is the time for more on our little mini series death, dying, ghosts, paranormal type things. We just can't get enough. We can't get enough. It's a hot topic. All of it. And I was kind of, um, I was a little bit anxious at the end of our last uh, episode because I uh, you know, was talking about being in uh, the woods here, the giant redwoods here, very near where I live. And this is, you know, ancient land. I think you were mentioning that because when when we stopped recording last time, I mean, we were getting juicy. I was like, ah, so we're, we decided to just keep going and talk more about it. But on the podcast. So. So anyway, I I we when we saw this this, this, I mean, there was a throne in the tree. There was a throne. So I just went up there to sit in the throne, you know, naturally. And um, I see like where you would rest your hand, this gnarly looking face. And I, and I've never, you know, I've seen things that look like faces. Sure. Of course, you know, but for something, some reason with this, I just, I felt compelled and I just could, I felt this communication happening, you know, so I, I talked to it and it needed to be, it needed to shift. I, I felt compelled to like help it or something. And I'm, and then you said something at the end of the podcast. I can't remember if you said it during the podcast or not, but I was, you know, freaking out at the thought of possibly, you know, uh, praying to release something that, that might not be a good spirit. Cause I never, that never crossed my mind. And so I want you to speak on that whole idea and that concept. But I do know when I was talking with this little thing in the tree, I, I felt like I couldn't release it or maybe it was that it shouldn't be released. I'm, I don't know. But, and then I almost felt like it was saying to me, I need to stay here. It's best, but I'm, but I've completely shifted my, I guess, vibration in this realm. And this is what I needed. Thank you. And, and that's all that is needed right now. That's the message that I, that I got. The fact that I could share that with my boyfriend was, was amazing. Like, <laughs> that, I know. That it's so great when you find people you can talk to the, about these things with, right. It's just like uh, fresh air. Yeah. That he doesn't even flinch when we're. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. I can see that you guys have this connection to what I would call the elementals, you know, the nature spirits. That's what I feel you're both connecting to. And especially when you're in the forest, you're going to find a lot of elementals trapped in trees and rocks and things like that. And 
Yeah, I think one of the things I was telling you um, that you were like, hey, what <laughs> was around, <laughs> you know, in ancient times, there were reasons why energies would be trapped uh, in stone or in trees or in elements that um, where they are blocked. And it's because they had done something bad. It's like the jail time or a curse um, by other you know, beings that had magical powers and could do that. So a lot of shamans did that to each other. You know, generally it happened during what would be like a war, some kind of a, a war or somebody had done something really terrible and the only way they could be stopped was to be frozen. So when I hear people who get new vision and suddenly, you know, walking through the forest, they're like, oh, I see a trapped soul, I'm gonna release it. And I really caution them because I'm sort of like, well, do you know why they were trapped or who it is? So all of you listening, please, like if you do see trapped souls, especially those found in nature or in stone, in rock, it's not like everyone just needs to be freed. Like there's a process because you could be unleashing a very dark being onto the planet that you don't even know what they do and they can trick you to release them because if they see that you have the capacity to see them and then understand them and hear them, a lot of them are great tricksters and they play with your mind and they play with your emotions because they can read. We're so easy to be able to read when you see energetically. It's like, oh, they're a sucker to this or, oh, they like that or, oh, they have low self-esteem. Oh, they feel powerless. Let me kind of boost them up in this way. So they're the great manipulators. So when you're walking in the woods and seeing trap souls, it's really good to dialogue and have some protocols in place because normally if you're seeing something like that it's probably because you do have the ability to not only see them and hear them but also to free them and so it could be that that is something you're supposed to do but be sure and be ethical and be responsible because like I said you don't know what you're unleashing and if you knew it was bad or maybe you have a connection to this from a past lifetime and you're the one who locked it there I mean there's just I've heard such wild stories and I you know when I just got into all of this I I was getting my mind blown each time I was having a new interaction and I've been fooled too like so if you do get fooled don't be surprised because I think it happens to everyone and then we just feel so I don't know, we feel so bad, like, how did they manipulate me? But that is what they do. That's what they're so good at. Um, so you need to have some checks and balances in place and just kind of cross-reference and double check. And you've yeah. got, yeah. I was, um, well, it, <laughs> it's so strange because just since I've been with my beloved, that boyfriend now, for about a year it's been in this last year that I've been having these experiences and I didn't really put it together till I think you mentioned something about it but because just the other day we're driving and we parked in this uh parking area and there's a cement there's cinder block there but it I mean you pointed out because you've been here this is the ancient Lemurian land here 
and it's very likely there could be a tree tree root or something underneath this that it got trapped in and so then it appears inside of this wall and then i had coincidentally seen another thing in that same wall in that very same spot when we had first met and i sent him a photo of it so i was obsessing going back through the <laughs> looking for this photo and i i put it um i showed it to him but anyway so we were talking about this and i'm thinking uh oh you know do i i guess i need to you know have a conversation and and see you know what like what do people say how do they know if they are just being irresponsible and you know releasing some horrible spirit into the air that should never be released or if it's something that uh needs needs a little help needs a shift needs a you know how how what should people I mean, honestly, it's kind of trial and error. I don't know if anybody gets it right 100% of the time. I surely didn't. And what I've seen with my students and people that I've guided to opening their gifts in this way, they don't get it right all the time. And sometimes like the way that you learn is by making a terrible mistake, but we need to be responsible. And so I do want to point out that ethics are really important. So if you're, you kind of have to do some really like radical honesty with yourself in these moments, because if you're releasing it because you want to feel powerful or you think that you're doing some great, amazing thing for the planet, or, you know, if you're getting in your ego about it, then it's probably you're being tricked because, right. um, they feed off of the things that we need. But we saw this, like we saw this thing, you know, and so now I'm, I'm thinking, you know, do we, I mean, he, he says he feels like it's a good entity spirit. Cause I, <laughs> I was trying to talk to him about this and I know, you know, I should ask, you know, why is it there? What, what did it do to get there and who put them there? Yeah. Um, having those communication, like just, allowing yourself to sit quietly and meditate with it and, and learn what you can. Um, but I, I just caution anyone who's like running around, just releasing any being that they see. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My that's God. not something that, yeah, that's not something I want to do. Or there is literally a raven sitting in the tree, staring at my two cats and my two cats are going berserk. Everything's going berserk right it now. It's talking about the elementals and the is, cat. Well, I've never seen this before ever. There, it is five feet away from the cats. I thought they were going to just jump off the whole balcony, and I literally, I don't. <laughs> okay, so you guys cannot take down a raven. I wouldn't suggest it. Let's not. Let's not. <laughs> But okay, so you think me and I, you yeah, think I'm, I'm okay with the, how I'm dealing with the trapped souls, because for some reason, he and I are seeing them. Well, I think it, it could be that you're just tapping into your, you know, Lumerian reality, too. I mean, there's a lot of parallel realities, especially in the woods, especially in the redwoods, where you are, where there's you know, other dimensions and things happening. And so it could be that you're just tapping into their world 
uh, and seeing them and interacting with them. And maybe because you've had a past life there, you have that spiritual lineage in you. Um, so you're able to commune and, and make some sort of uh, communication back and forth. And it could be that, you know, there's a trapped soul in, in the tree or the rock uh, as a as a guardian, or it's the being that chose to be there, right? Some some beings. I mean, I've heard and experienced some really interesting stories. Like they just want to live for thousands of years, so they trap themselves in the stone to to be a watchful eye to make to protect it, right? So there's so many reasons why a spirit could be trapped or it could be the consciousness of the rock itself right or of the tree itself like the davic being that that lives there that could just be their home and you're communicating not necessarily needs to be unlocked or unleashed that's just where it resides so it's just always good to like open the dialogue start communicating and when i say communicate you know all of us do it differently uh depends on where we come from as our soul, right? Like some of us have a telepathic communication or a knowing, or you see the answers to your question in the natural worlds, like the birds and the cats and things start communicating with you uh, on behalf of the spirit. So you have to get adept at understanding your own ways of listening. So they're very subtle how spirit communicates to each one of us is so subtle. It's through the synchronicities, it's through the signs and symbols, it's through dream time, it's through intuition, it's through knowing. Um, but just pay attention, like the cautionary tales are like, is your ego getting involved? Is your emotions getting too exaggerated? Is, mm -hmm. are you not trusting your gut and feeling uh, like you're get, starting to get confused? All those are like, reasons to just stop, pause, back up. Uh, and don't think that like you need to save anybody or anything. I think all of us who see and listen, we get trapped there because, you know, with these gifts comes this like superhuman feeling of like, oh, I, I can help, I can heal, I can, you know, we're all these great empaths, you know, and we think that we, it's a little bit of a messiah complex that happens and I, it happens to everyone. I don't know anyone who doesn't go through that phase or have that come up each time that they're faced with it. Like, oh, we wanna help, especially those who really wanna help or do good or be of service, probably will get tricked more. Mm -hmm. So you have to check that. And I have different ways of doing it. And you know, it, it doesn't always work. I think it's really trial trial and error, but asking yourself those honest, like radical, honest questions. Like, why am I doing this? What's my intention? Like, am I doing this for myself, for my ego? Or do I really feel that there's something I can assist in and help here? Mm -hmm. um, oh, and just finding neutrality. Like when we're equanimous, it's clearer, you know, but the second we get triggered into an emotion or a strong attachment to something, yeah, um, that's when I feel you're, you know, the, the needle is like getting feeling. pushed into the manipulative side, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Then I'm on the right track. <laughs> yeah. No. So what I love about you, Sanjay, is you kind of have this in, innate 
ability that I saw the first time you came to my first retreat. Gosh, I don't even know how many years ago it was. I think it was 2017 or something. We were in Mount Shasta and we were doing the unwind thing and I was diving deep into the underworld and you were there as a participant, but suddenly I made some comment like I need, um, you know, I said something like Satya, open your mouth or whatever. And you just did this super high pitched uh, toning that pierced through all the, because the lower realms, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, okay, we live, there's multiple dimensions that we exist or we can traverse when we open to our psychic abilities and sight. So not everything is in the third dimension. The minute we start to see, we might be in the fourth dimension, like you've heard the astral realm or the fifth dimension, but there's many more. And when we go to, I, I do a lot of work to help recover lost soul fragments and those are often in the lower realms whereas like the deep unconscious mind and in those realms is very dangerous uh, as shamans as seers to roam around down there because we can get trapped we can get fooled we can get lost it's really gnarly and so at that moment i was doing some work to help someone else in the group to recover some lost soul parts that so, you know, some spirit had stolen and like trapped down there. And I just said, wow, I need assistance. I need assistance. Um, and I was like, Satya, you know, use your voice. And you just went, oh, or something, you know, like you do in your sing song way. But it was a laser. It kept the gates open. And I instantly saw that you were, you're from dimensions higher than mine. So I, I, um, my soul originates in the ninth dimension. I, I access the ninth dimension a lot when I'm doing soul work and you showed up in the 13th and I was like, wow, you just opened this gateway for me that I didn't even have access to because my soul isn't from there, but you are. And over the years getting to know you and a lot of people have asked me like, why do you work with Satya and all your things? Like, what is it? And I'm like, because she's pure magic. Like you are like crystal, like your voice is crystal, your tones are crystal. You open um, doorways that I don't have access to, but you have access to, to these levels innately. Like you didn't need to be trained in it. You didn't need to, you didn't learn that in my school. You, what you learned in my school was just to access yourself and to be you fully. And in that moment, you were just being you fully. And I saw, and you were also like, whoa, what was that? That was amazing. Like I felt so strong. Like, and then we start working together and we've done it so many times now that, you know, you probably just take it for granted. And you I remember one time I was dealing with a really dark entity attachment on me, like chasing me, following me, hunting me down. And I knew that I had to clear it myself. And you said, oh, it came to you. And you were like, oh yeah, I cleared it like that. I just, you know, basically you sang, you hit your crystal bowl. And I was like, I'm hitting all kinds of bowls. I'm doing all sorts of stuff and I'm not able to do that. And then right after I talked to you, um, it was almost like you, we exchanged the keys. Like you telling me how you did it somehow landed in me that I could do it that fast too, because in my dimension, how I deal with those entities is heavier than in your dimension. Mm -hmm. It's And it's not like a hierarchical uh, thing. 
basically when souls incarnate from different dimensions, we just have different skill sets, you know, like some people are architects and other people um, are computer programmers, you know, so we have different technology that lives in ourselves and your tech really supports mine. So I was just so grateful. And uh, I learned so much just what working with you in the realms, like when we open those gateways and we start clearing souls and spirits, like I start to see like different people have really different roles and abilities. And, and I don't know if, if there's some book somewhere that outlines it all. I just see that when I'm in the realms, when I'm working, I can see it very clearly. It's hard to put words to, but I think you understand what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. <laughs> that's, that's pretty amazing. So yeah. I'm sure that you and Ken have some sort of, I don't know, it could be just like friends of yours in those realms that are communicating with you, you know, like nature spirits, letting you know that, you know, you're home or interacting with you in some way or maybe it is time to to clear them but you you'll know like I love how much you trust your instincts and you're just guided you know sometimes too much information is just too much information but I hope that this information we shared today actually helps someone listening who who maybe is seeing some trap souls and not really sure if it's ethical to release them or not sure what to do yeah maybe you can learn something from what I shared. And if you want to download uh, my resource, I have a new guidebook out, how to honor um, and communicate with departed loved ones. So we'll put the link to that in the show notes. And let us know what, what you think, what you experience, if you've done this before. Uh, I think everything in this realm is trial and error. Like we can never know for sure because we are working in the invisible realms and it's not like a, a science but I like to bring that scientific mind and like research each other's experiences uh, and share them here so I hope you'll share your experiences with us <laughs> thanks for sharing your story Sonia. thank you thank you for uh, all of your insight into it. it's helpful <laughs> okay until next time we might have to do another one yep thanks stay tuned guys To learn more about our life-enhancing courses and transformational retreats, visit knowtheself.com.